Welcome to episode 21 in the Balance Podcast. My name is Tyler Valencia. I'm the president of KIPPS, Time to Train Fitness, and your balance ambassador. We're talking about YouTube. If you are already a fan of this podcast, you've been listening, you've tuned in to probably a handful of episodes, you know that I've talked about YouTube before. I think it's a very powerful tool, especially for small businesses, whether you're an individual or you're a small business with a few employees, or maybe you have some nice sales coming in. YouTube can be a very powerful tool. It's a different avenue in order to get traffic, to be creative. And there's so many benefits that are part of it that I feel like whether you're a fitness professional, health coach, wellness coach yoga instructor, whatever that might be, it can be a great tool to utilize. So that's kind of a little spiel there of why I hope people take action with it because it's a great, powerful tool for building your business. In this episode, I'm going to talk about basics, the mindset of YouTube, growth mindset, and also how you don't necessarily have to be all in. It doesn't have to be your main business. I think that's some sometimes one of the things that people think they have to go all in on YouTube and that's their main business. It doesn't have to be. You could use it in different ways in order to grow your business. Before we get there in terms of the big reasons, the big items for this podcast episode, I want to first start with who will probably not get it, who won't get this episode because I think that that's one of the key things when you're listening to an episode like this, when you might be on the fence about it or you might be thinking that this is not for me. I'm going to say that instructors, wherever you are on the health wellness spectrum in terms of where how you teach, what your audience is, if you've already quote unquote tried it or you believe that you don't have enough time for it, that this is probably not the episode for you, or YouTube is probably not for you. It's because it's an investment. It's an investment in your time. And in my mind, in my opinion, that investment, it really pays off big in terms of what you learn and the new skills you acquire, because it can be eventually a great additional revenue source or your main revenue source, or a part of it, it opens up a lot of different items and not just monetary ones. One of the things that I'll talk about a little bit more later is with the skills you learn with YouTube, creating content, filming, editing, things along that line, that pays off in other areas. If you want to become better on social media, where can you also practice those skills? YouTube. It's easy it's, there's a direct correlation there. If you're making better content for YouTube, most likely you're going to be making better content for social media, reels, posts, videos, all that kind of stuff. And so I put this out there pretty early in this episode in terms of who will probably not get it, who won't uh, agree with this episode. It's those people that, and you've probably have come across them. I've spoken at conferences, I've done online lectures, I've taught different workshops and the instructors that show up that tell me, oh, they already tried it or they don't have enough time for it. It's uh, you come across them. There's maybe one out of every 10. And it's like, well, why are you here? Why are you listening? Are you just going to argue with me about it? Uh, because this is this is something you can just turn off easily. <laughs> so why do I think people stop? That's another piece of this, too. Why do I think people stop? I think it has to do with results. 
uh, with YouTube, it's a marathon. That's one of the first things I heard when I started investing more time in it is it's a marathon. And before I go any further, I do have to throw out there that, well, what do I know about YouTube? Do I, am I even monetized? Yes, I have a monetized YouTube channel. That's my company, Time to Train Fitness. At the time of this recording, we have one just below 1,500 subscribers. Not anything amazing. I have YouTube friends that 2,000, 20,000, 200,000 subscribers. And in my mind, they are doing amazing work. And a part of why I share that is because the things that I'm going to talk about later on, mindset, growth mindset, all that kind of stuff, their mindset is, is very different than the traditional work environment that you're used to. If you work in a gym where it's very competitive, cutthroat in terms of, oh, this is my client. You can't have that client. It's very different on YouTube. I can message it, these friends of mine that have a lot more subscribers than me, and they'll be more than happy to walk me through step-by-step step of how they're doing certain things on YouTube because they know that it's a community, but also it's about being creative and giving back. So not seeing results is often a big one if, in terms of why people stop. It's a marathon. And a part of it, uh, a part of that marathon is learning a new skill set. Like I mentioned before with the video, the social media aspects and those correlating, you learn a lot about how to make better quality videos, framing, lighting, all that kind of stuff. And it almost becomes addictive in my opinion. It becomes addictive because you want to get better at those items and you get amazed when you find out other channels that are doing it just like you. They're doing it in their uh, their office, their garage, or their at-home studio. And you're like, wow, they're, they're just like me. I can, I can learn all these skills and be just like them. So it's a really a fun environment, in my opinion. Now, before jumping into uh, some of the more uh, bigger topics here, basics. That's one of the things that a lot of people are going to wonder about. It's the basics of YouTube. I don't even know where to start. How do I make thumbnails, the descriptions, titles? I've joked in other episodes that I've never made a basic YouTube basics video because there are so many out there. <laughs> there are so many out there and you don't have to find one that's relevant to your exact audience or that your exact profession. The basic videos that go through titles, descriptions, tags, thumbnails, that kind of stuff. Just find one no, just find one on YouTube that you think looks entertaining, that has a lot of views, and watch it because a lot of them go over the same exact things. And that's why I've never made one. It's the same exact things. And it doesn't matter what profession or what uh, part of the spectrum, the health and fitness spectrum that you work in. So after this episode, you feel motivated to learn a little bit more about the basics and maybe see a little bit more about the back end of YouTube, how you post a video, that kind of stuff, just go right on. Start searching and see what you find. Now, the first big one I'm going to talk about here is different mindset with YouTube. And like I mentioned before, if you are a health coach, wellness coach, fitness professional, and you work in an environment maybe where there's other coaches, you know that it's it's it's, it's very competitive. There is this mindset of there's not as many clients and it's me versus you and oftentimes it's not something that produces creativity with youtube it's very different there's collaborations 
There is no fighting with other channels. Are things like that out there? Sure, I've seen some that I'm like, why, why did this person make that video? Basically calling out another creator. I don't agree with that type of content. It's out there, but it's not something that I recommend. But let me go back to that part where I mentioned collaborations. I just did one with another workout channel. So my company, Time to Train Fitness, we do online workouts, we do cycling, we do bar, we do hit, and we do strength training that I found, or I, one of my buddies that does YouTube workouts, he does a cycling channel. I did a collaboration with him. We did one for his channel, and now at the time of this recording, I'm working on the other one for our channel that's going to go in Time to Train Fitness. And these types of collaborations, it's a great way to dip into each other's audiences, but also do something that's like, oh, wow, like these two channels are working together. Aren't they competing? Aren't they in the same market? YouTube is humongous. It's a global search engine. That's one of the things that people don't know. It's a search engine. People use it to find information. They want free stuff. They want free, great quality content. And so you can pair up with other channels. You have a, a buddy, you have a friend, you have somebody that you know, or maybe you just want to make a connection, reach out to them, and you feel like you have something you can offer to them, vice versa, do it. Try it out. A great tool right there that's creative, that makes you want to work hard, but also get those creative juices flowing. So there's a different mindset, like I mentioned before. It's not a competitive mindset that once you get out of it, you start to really enjoy that. You and start you start to really think, oh wow, this is this is fun. I can be creative. I can try new things and not feel like I'm gonna be reprimanded that I'm gonna get in trouble for doing X Y Z or that oh my boss isn't gonna like it because it's not gonna generate money for them. YouTube is different in that way. It's about being creative. Along the same lines, and this is the next one here is the growth mindset, and that's something that I talk about with YouTube all the time is that it's about the journey, the journey of what you learn on YouTube, what you learn with yourself, with making content, making quality content, videos, descriptions, being a better content writer, things like that, the outlines and how you better yourself, it produces better content. If you better yourself, it comes through on the screen. It's as simple as that. If I become better myself, at how I outline stuff, looking how I can become more creative and even watching myself. That's one of the big things that I have heard all the time with doing online workouts. Uh, I'm going to throw in a story here that when I started Time to Train Fitness, it was September 2020 and there was a lot different in the company than what it is now. YouTube wasn't even, wasn't even a part of it. And one of the things that with the group of instructors that I worked with that they often didn't watch their own content. The videos that they were making, they didn't watch it because they thought they didn't want to see themselves. They didn't like that feeling of watching themselves. And getting past that is such a big step because you're trying to better yourself, not compare yourself to others, better yourself. If you notice something that makes it smoother, how can I cue, during, cue better during these workouts? Let me throw in another example of this. So let's say that you notice watching yourself that you often fumble with a certain exercise through the cueing of it. With online workouts, you can provide yourself different cues, different reminders 
that are behind the camera. Nobody's going to notice those. Nobody can see what's behind the camera. If you have a humongous whiteboard, I know instructors on YouTube that do that. They have humongous whiteboards of information. It's not like you're training somebody, working with a client in front of them, and you don't want to be searching through your notes. With online workouts, you can provide yourself as many notes as possible. So that process of being able to identify and then go through the steps of bettering yourself through it, that's really about growth. It's about bettering yourself. You make yourself a better instructor, coach, and being able to create better content, it's going to come through on the screen. It's a much different mindset. And it's about the journey of it, as I keep talking about. With creating content, going back three months, six months, a year back, and looking at it and being like, wow, I can't even believe. Why, why, why was I doing that on the screen? Or why did this video look like that? Because you learn so much in such uh, each week, each month, if you're all about it that it's a great process with it. So that growth mindset, if you were about that lifestyle, check it out. And again, I use examples from fitness because that's my background, but yoga, health coaching, wellness coaching, there are many ways that you can utilize your business on YouTube that way. The one, the last piece I'm gonna talk about here, and this is one that applies to my other business, uh, Kips is that where we're a health and fitness education company is that you don't necessarily have to use YouTube as your main business. Do I want to use YouTube more with Kips? Yep. And I'm going through the process right now, but you don't have to use it to just do your main business. What do I mean by that? A big thing with running a business is maybe creating a newsletter list, a blog, social media content. And one of the things that I always talk about is Start with YouTube. If you want to build your blog, build your newsletter, create something for YouTube. Go back to that first thing I talked about. What are the basics? Learn the basics of YouTube. Film a video that is maybe in that the recommended time frame, four to seven minutes, and put it on your YouTube. Now take that YouTube video, put it on your blog, use the same description that you put on YouTube on your blog, and now you also have something for your newsletter. There's three things right there that are a necessity, a big part of running a business and promoting your business. And you could even take it one step further. You can post either the full link or you can cut up some of the video and put it on social media, Facebook, Instagram. It's not going to be the most engaging content, but it's something that maybe teases people to go look at your, your website and maybe learn more about what you have going on. So you don't necessarily have to use YouTube as your main business. And that could be health coaching. If you, if there is maybe a health coaching tip that you want to provide, record a video, set yourself up, go through all the steps, lights, set yourself with your preparation, your notes, all that kind of stuff. Frame yourself, record it, start building your YouTube channel that way. And now you're filling out other items for your business that are essential items. And you can use this idea to build it in the background until you're ready, until you're ready to take more steps with YouTube because you're going to learn again. All the things I just mentioned about with YouTube, why it's so beneficial, why you should think about it. You could build all those skills in the background until you are ready. Maybe you maybe till you are ready to go more in depth with YouTube, 
do collaborations, make longer videos. You could use it in this capacity to get more familiar and build your business that way. And so don't think that you have to use it all in right off the bat. You can keep it in the background and use it once you're ready. So that has kind of been this episode on why you should start on YouTube and why I, I talk about all the time in podcasts, why a lot of the guests that I bring on the podcast that I run with my company Kips or even on this podcast, the, ba the Balance Podcast, is they're from YouTube because I think it's such a powerful tool to get out of that mindset, to be creative. That kind of mindset goes a long way, in my opinion. There's not much creativity these days, in my opinion. And it, being creative is really what helps unlock, in my, and this could be a stretch there, it unlocks some stress, it gets that stress away from you. And so I feel really passionate about YouTube and I hope that comes across in this episode. Make sure you check out the other resources that we have on the Balance YouTube channel. Subscribe, there'll be a link in the description for that. But until the next time, I'll see you, I'll see you then.